and that can really help the spouse consider, you know, as they're suddenly put in charge of this and maybe thinking, well, what do I do? Should I sell it? Well, if they see in your business plan uh, that, well, you could, but if you wait two years, five years, 10 years, this is the, you know, the potential growth that you could see. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hey, real quick before we get started, first of all, I wanted to thank everybody for joining us on the show and for listening uh, to all my loyal listeners. I really appreciate you, uh, you know, continuing to listen and support the show. If you can go on to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you listen and subscribe to the show, that would be fantastic. Spread the word too. I'd love to, you know, have this reach more and more people. So if you could share it on social media or, or, or and just talk about it to other people, that would be fantastic. And the last thing is if you can go on to iTunes and give us a rating review, uh, hopefully five stars, that would be great as well. It just helps us spread the word more and it helps us get continue to get uh, really good guests on the show. We've had some fantastic guests and I just want to be able to continue to bring fantastic value to you. Go on to our Facebook page too, Pillars of Wealth Facebook page. And I'd like to hear from, from you as a listener of you know, what you're doing in business, what you've got going on, what you are maybe struggling with or uh, being successful with, and then what we can do on the show to help push you to that next level. Maybe uh, questions we can ask our guests, maybe guests that we can get on the show to talk about certain topics, certain things that are really neat, you're needing uh, some, some extra support with. So provide for us some feedback on Facebook, um, and you can also share this out on, on social media. That would be fantastic as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being a, uh, being a either new listener or a loyal listener. I definitely appreciate it. And we will get started with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Hump Day Hustle, the show where we focus on business and real estate as our core pillars of wealth creation. My name is John Stiles with Bridge Realty, and I'm excited for another great episode. Today, we're going to be talking about what will happen to your real estate portfolio once you die. So with that, here's our host, Todd Dexhammer. Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Great, uh, great topic, by the way. It's, uh, you know, I've been dying to have this one. <laughs> I just couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. So... Uh, well, before we get on to the the topic, John, anything new you want to share? Uh, nothing too exciting, other other than this topic. But because I I'll, I'll explain why I'm thinking about it right now. But yeah, just real estate's plugging along, just working different transactions, making sure everything's staying smooth with those. So that's what's going on with me. Cool. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I, I'm about to close on a uh, transaction and just working really hard now at trying to get the kind of the next deal lined up and see where we can do uh, if we can get another one here prior to the end of summer, if we can be closing on one prior to the end of summer 
And that would set us up to be able to close on hopefully another one before the end of the year and get at least three deals uh, transacted on in 2019, which would be, uh, which would put me in a spot where I'd be pretty satisfied with, with the year. Of course, we want to make sure we're getting good deals, really solid, you know, cash flowing deals and the deals that have some upside as well. So, cause uh, our number one focus is just making sure we've got good deals for us and our investors to continue to build our portfolios, uh, especially as we continue to age here through the uh, market cycle. We want to just make sure we're taking care of, uh, of uh, you know, everything and have deals that are solid. Yeah. Well, it's exciting that your deal that you've been talking about for quite a while now is, is getting close to close. Uh, any uh, roadblocks or speed bumps that you've hit or has been going pretty smoothly? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's been going pretty smooth. Uh, of course, there's always some challenges, but nothing like that's really jumped out uh, being a challenge. Some learning, you know, experiences along the way, which I'll talk about as we actually close on the property. Because uh, you never say, we're never say, I, I never say we're closed until we're actually closed. So uh, our closing date is set for uh, middle of this month. So it's only a, a, just a, a few weeks away, but still until you're closed, you're not closed. So we just don't know. Right. Cool. Cool. Well, let's go on to this topic. Why, why are you thinking about this topic? Why are you planning on dying soon? <laughs> I'm hoping not to anytime soon, but uh, I was talking to kind of a, a friend of a friend who her husband has passed away a couple months back and they had a portfolio of properties. And because I was kind of the friend of the friend, she's come to me for advice on how to manage these properties. And her husband was, you know, he was kind of the do-it-yourself manager, as I understand. And he was very passionate about it, you know, loved doing it. And suddenly he's out of the picture. Um, so she's trying to take up the reins. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to get into her specific situation uh, for her privacy and whatnot. Um, but it just got me to thinking, you know, what if I suddenly stepped out of the picture with my family? I know my wife is well aware of what I'm doing with all my different real estate endeavors, but would she know what to do one, you know, and to take over, make sure, make sure things didn't just suddenly fall apart. And, uh, and I think most importantly, make sure she didn't fall apart, you know, make sure she's not overwhelmed and stressed and just making rash decisions or just worried about the whole situation. So that's what's got me thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously we want to be concerned with that because, you know, none of us think we're going to die anytime soon. We, you know, when I think about, you know, dying, that that's for me, it's a lot, you know, I'm, I'm not even 40 yet. I've easily got 40 more years left to go. Um, but in reality, it could happen tomorrow. You know, I, I had a, some family that's died young, and I think most of us have known somebody who's died prior to them being, you know, and they're even in their 50s uh, or even 40s. And so you just, uh, you just don't know. And so being prepared is definitely important. And we want to set our, our spouses up, our family up for, 
you know, success versus like you said, all of a sudden we're panicking, we're selling properties that we maybe shouldn't be selling, or we just don't know how, when to sell them. Um, and, uh, we, they end up being in a worse position than what they otherwise could have been had things been set up properly. So absolutely. I think that's really important to, to talk about that. My wife and I, uh, it's probably about two years ago and we still have some work to do, but we went and we did a, we set up the trust, um, stuff so that, you know, if I did pass, it would be really easy for my wife to take control of the properties. It's uh, basically immediately it's, they don't have to go through the, the whole process. If, if you just had a, a will, um, you have to go through the whole court process still. Um, and that takes a long time where the trust is, is very quick. It did it cost us a little bit more, more money up front? Absolutely. Uh, but is it going to save in the end a hundred percent, especially for how many moving parts my company has? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's extremely important. The work that we have left is making sure we've got still good systems set up. So if I do pass that she, as you said, can take over, maybe not seamlessly, but uh, it can take over fairly easily and uh, still have successful, you know, cash flow coming in and, and not have to worry about the day-to-day operations and, and whether money's coming or going. Yep. By the way, uh, obviously we're not accountants, CPAs, attorneys, or whatever, but I think it's worth uh, pointing out as you've highlighted here with trusts and wills, a lot of times people think, well, if I've got a will, then everything's set to go. I mean, what else is there? But at least in, I don't know about other states, but in Minnesota, you know, the will is great and it's important, but that just is your intentions. And you, most often, uh, if you've got real estate involved, you still have to go through a probate process in order to get the will uh, kind of solidified and, and things happening the way you wanted them to. Yeah, and things can get tied up uh, for a long time in probate, uh, especially when you have, you know, depending on what your family um, is trying to achieve, right? And, and what their opinions are of what you expected. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's especially, you know, when you've got older, you know, parents, older kids, and they all want maybe a piece of the pie, or they all have different expectations. And maybe you got four or five kids, and they're all fighting at probate, you know, over what should really be done with the property. Some will want to keep it. Some will want to sell it. You know, some will want all the profits themselves because they maybe did more than the others. Who knows? Um, and so it can get a little sticky. So if you have everything set up, not only in your will, but if you have, you know, the trust document set up properly, it makes that just a lot easier and more seamless. For sure. So John, what are some of the things that uh, you guys, or maybe you haven't put this amount of thought into it, what are some of the things you've started to think about as you're going, okay, if I die, then what would that look like for my wife? Yeah, I've definitely got a lot of work left to be doing on this. I, I'm really kind of at the beginning. And I think that's, you know, 
my portfolio is pretty small, so it's not, it shouldn't be as overwhelming as someone who's got a lot more. But nonetheless, one of the first points is kind of just a letter to my wife. What do you do if I die? And one of those points I want to include and want to communicate to my wife is that um, even though I'm very passionate about real estate, real estate investing, that, and I'm very much a, a do-it-yourselfer in a lot of aspects of that, that doesn't mean she has to be that same way in order to still be successful in, in retaining the portfolio. You know, she can still take the benefits of the cash flow um, and still hire out, you know, quality property management and hire the different attorneys and, and different people that are needed in order to maintain the portfolio. But she doesn't have to be as personally involved if she doesn't want to be. Yep. Yep. Yeah. For, for us, we've set it up. We've got a few people that would, uh, you know, specifically take over uh, kind of on the asset management side. And then, uh, you know, there's a few property management companies um, that would, you know, likely be taken over. Now, now these are for the properties that I own locally that uh, my company self manages. Now she could always take over that if she so chooses, but those are just kind of in place uh, for her to be able to really just make the switch. Uh, for the out-of-state properties um, that I have, there's already third-party property management in place, but then there's asset manager that would then take over managing that asset in order to make sure those properties are being maintained at the level that needs to be maintained versus uh, her trying to do that. And, and that's just not her expertise. And so I wouldn't want to leave that to her, especially for both her and my investors. We want the most professional uh, operation that we can possibly achieve. So, um, in case of that, uh, we, you know, we've just got it set up to where essentially if she wants to, um, and actually she has no choice on a, on the ones that are with investors, but if she wants to, she can be, uh, not involved in local stuff. Um, and, and no matter what, like I said, she wouldn't be involved in the, uh, properties with my investors. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's easy to gloss over that point, but it's, I think it's really important because for example, the, the woman that I was speaking to recently, I, she didn't tell me this directly, but I kind of sensed that she felt like she had to take over and do the things herself because that's mm. the way her husband did it. Yep. And so she was going through, okay, what do I need to do to find a new tenant? How do I screen all of these calls that are coming in from Zillow? What do I do at a showing? How do I process an application? You know, all these different steps, which, you know, if she wants to, she can learn that. And I began to explain the different steps. But then I was like, well, have you thought about hiring a manager? Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of details here. You, you can do it yourself, but it would relieve a lot of stress if, if you didn't feel the need to do it yourself. Yep, absolutely. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and I want to mention a few things. First of all, I've been doing some coaching and I want to continue to kind of expand that slowly and, and take on a few clients. And, and up until recently, I didn't really believe uh, in coaching and, and uh, you know, taking courses and stuff like that. But I 
recently, or I shouldn't say recently, it's been, it's been a, a few years now, hired a, a coach and saw a, immediate results and have been very happy with it and decided, you know, as my teaching background, I wanted to do some coaching myself and help other people get the results that I was able to achieve. And so if you're at that point where you think that's the spot for you, or maybe you just want to explore if it's right for you, uh, you know, reach out to me. I'd have a free discovery call with you. We want to make sure that it is the right step for you to take. There might be other things that you can do to get success uh, and coaching might not be it, but let's have that discovery call to find out if that is uh, the step that you need to take. So it can really make a major impact in your business and get you to that next level. Uh, the other thing is John Stiles. He's on this show every single week uh, with me on the Hump Day Hustle. And John Stiles is a real estate agent in, in Minnesota, and he will help you find a good, good investment property. John is very knowledgeable and can help you find an investment property. It can also help you sell your investment property. So reach out to John Stiles with Bridge Realty and uh, connect with him. He'll also, you know, consult with you and, uh, and make sure you guys are the right fit. So uh, give him a call if you're in Minnesota, reach out to him. Uh, he'd love to help as well. Back to the show. The other thing too is, you know, should I sell it? Should I keep it? What should I do? And that thought is running in their heads as well. And with a simple letter written by you with an explanation of what should be done, what's the best solutions that helps provide some guidance to them. And maybe you still give them the opening to sell or to keep, but at least some financial guidance and some just what maybe would be the best uh, way to go about things helps them along the way because there's going to be a lot of confusion um, during that, you know, likely, well, the burden now they have more to do. Um, especially, you know, like if I passed away, let's call it, uh, tomorrow, uh, there would be much more to do for my wife. Now we got two young kids and it's, you know, and, and she's got to still maintain and, and be able to pay for all the kids activities and all that kind of stuff. And so what's the best solution? Um, for her and uh you know just being able to have it set up and have a plan for for the family is extremely important so for one talking through that is probably really important and then two having it all written down uh, very important and uh something that you know you don't want to keep on putting off because you just don't know i mean it, it, like i said it could happen tomorrow it, hopefully it doesn't happen for uh you know for me for 50 years um but you just don't know right well i think this brings up another point that i that i've been thinking about with this is that it's it's good to have you know a real good business plan with each property i know you've talked about doing that before i don't think i've really had that but part of that business plan is what is the projected growth of this property? You know, if you sell it now versus five years from now, and that can really help the spouse consider, you know, as they're suddenly put in charge of this and maybe thinking, well, what do I do? Should I sell it? Well, if they see in your business plan uh, that, well, you could, but 
if you wait two years, five years, 10 years, this is the, you know, the potential growth that you could see. Yeah. And keeping good, clear, easy records too. Um, and that way, you know, your, your spouse can see where that cash flow is. Like if you've got three properties that cash flow on average, a hundred bucks a month and the rest of them are on average, you know, between three and 500 bucks a month, they might go, okay, I want to sell these, you know, ones that are more of a pain in my butt. Cause I, I don't have the time and I don't want to, you know, properties aren't my thing. Um, so I want to sell a couple of these properties and they have that. It's easy to choose for them, which properties to sell. So, um, you know, making it very clear so they understand what they're getting uh, is really important as well. Yep. And speaking about record keeping, just in that initial letter to the spouse, you know, where are the records kept and how are things filed? Yep. So, yep. you know, th this could probably go on and on. So, but I think the main point is just get people thinking about it and it'd be great to continue the conversation. You know, what have you, the listener or viewer done and, and to prepare your spouse or your children or your family? Um, even though none of us are really planning to die anytime soon, um, you know, I think a good business plan accounts for that worst case scenario. Yeah. So I think it's important just for, you know, everybody to think about getting together with an attorney that specializes in, you know, wills and, and trusts and have that conversation and start, just start the dialogue. If you haven't done so already, if you have done so and you, it's not all prepared out, just continue that and make sure it's prepared and you're ready to go. Uh, that way you're ready to go. Very good. We'll, we'll have to use that as the tail. Making sure you're ready to go. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, cool. Well, that's it, John. That's all I got. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's not a fun, you know, obviously thing to think about, but, you know, we all have to be aware. So if you haven't done so already, you know, like I said, talk, talk with your attorney and, and really get to some, with somebody that specializes in uh, wills and trusts and, and understand what you need to do to uh, set you and your family up um, in case of something that, you know, unfortunate that happens. And even if you didn't die, if you become, um, you know, brain damaged, or if you just, you can't function anymore, uh, you want it set up properly. So. Yep, for sure. All right. Great discussion. So we'll see everybody next week. Yeah. Awesome. Well, John, appreciate it. Have a great day. Make every day Saturday, man. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. A couple things before we go. Again, go on to our Facebook page, Pillars of Wealth. We'd love to have you on there. Go on to iTunes. Give us a rating and review and subscribe to the show. Also, um, you know, don't forget, reach out to me if you want any help with uh, potentially growing your business and reach out to John Styles to help you buy or sell real estate. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a fantastic the rest of the day. And as I say, make every day a Saturday.